This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 445 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor, Jesse Nadell. He's with Suncoast Financial Group. Jesse, how you doing? Doing well, how are you? Oh, doing great, Jesse, and I appreciate you making time for us today and uh, sharing the wonderful things you do in the Southwest Florida community. Uh, So let's start with Southwest Financial Group and your services. Tell us about them. So we work with um, people from all around the area, um, mostly on the personal side, planning for their financial goals, things that they want to do. A lot of it is based around the idea of retirement, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. And, And how do we get there? How do we get there in a way that we feel comfortable on the trip too? Um, mm-hmm. and you can save all your money and put it all away and invest every single dollar and not enjoy the next 20 years. And you might be all right in retirement, but what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a real good point. Uh, yeah. There's a fine line there, right? About, you know, enjoying the moment, but also being prepared for the future. I love your angle. Absolutely. I mean, I, I uh, don't plan for tomorrow and not take care of today and don't use everything today and not plan for tomorrow. There has to be balance in all things. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to do it yourself. You truly need someone to guide you there. And, and uh, you know, I, I guess it's like, you know, being lost in the woods versus, you know, someone looking down and saying, hey, Charlie, you need to make a even though it looks like there's nothing there on your left. If you just make a left hand turn, you'll see daylight. Right. Well, it's a little cliche and it's an old adage, um, but I think it's pertinent in my field as well. Uh, even a lawyer who re- represents himself as a fool for a client, we get too wrapped up. We get too emotional yeah. in our own life. And there's yeah. too many other things going on. We so, we just need an outside look. I, I yeah. buy into it myself. I, I use an advisor myself because I need someone to come in and, and uh, you know, be a little more rational yeah. and not and take some of the emotion out. That's a really good point. And I would argue even more so today than 30 or 40 years ago, because there's so much, you know, air quotes, information or misinformation out there. And, and you're right, you know, to be able to have a trusted advisor that can bring some levity and, and some logic and take the emotion out of the decision-making, right? Yeah. 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 How about your journey, Jesse? How did you get into the financial services world? Um, it was a long, strange trip. It's been, I guess, <laughs> if you don't mind my reference there. Uh, but like many back in 2008, I experienced some hardship. I, I lost a home, I lost a job, um, and I was struggling to get by. Now, I worked very hard, very diligently, and, and got myself out of it. Um, but I really sat back and said, what, what did I do wrong? I know what happened around me. What did I do wrong? What can, how could I have helped myself? What could I have done five years prior? And I just, I grew a passion for it. And that was my biggest thing. And so, um, coming out of that in about 2010, 2012-ish, that time, I I rehashed my entire life around this idea and, um, Became, it became a true passion and I wanted to help other people the same way I can help myself. I, I truly enjoy the idea of helping people. I love coaching. I love teaching. Um, but I, I also really like solving the puzzle. You know, it's, there's a there's pieces out there. You got to put them all together and find out how they go together. It just becomes a little bit of a, of a jigsaw. And I, and I really like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I love the, your look at all this and, and the puzzle piece is a, is a great way to visualize that. You know, there are a lot of pieces. It's not as clear cut as, Hey, Charlie, you know, take a percentage of your paycheck and put it into savings. You know, there's a few more parts of that, right? Right. That's a 10,000 foot view, but let's get a little more granular than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about myths or mistruths out there, Jesse? What do you hear that you could speak to? Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's so many. Um, I see people who think that the you can just assume you're going to get 12% in the market um, yeah. or that the last 10 to 12 years was normal or that the 10 to 12 years before that was normal. Um, there, there really isn't a normal. Um, but the biggest one, I guess, is that people – I see a lot, not not all the time, but I do see a lot is that, you know, we're all doing the same things. I think kind of what you just said, we're just mm. going to plug away X percentage of our check. and We're going to put it in, in the market. I use the air quotes because we're on a podcast here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to plug it into the market and it's going to grow and everything's going to be fine. Um, there are so many other factors in life that we just have to plug into what age we decided to have children, what our goals are with that. Hmm. When do we want to retire? What? How old are we going to be? What's the world going to look like around us? And you go back and you see our grandfathers had pensions. Our parents have 401ks. Are we just going to assume that it's the same way, that we're going to have the same thing our parents had? Well, that hasn't always been the case, right? Hmm. So let's think that, that the biggest misconception, I guess, to sum that all up is that there's a, there is a system. There's just a way to do it. And I'm just going to follow that system rather than really dig into it and, and make sure that I'm doing the right thing for me in my situation, in my very particulars. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the, you know, the importance of working with someone who can really customize it based on their needs, their interests, their family, you know, dynamics and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have two. you now have much more common to have two parents or to a husband and wife, uh, wife, both working yep. and that changes family dynamics. And I don't think that's going to change back anytime soon. I think if mm-hmm. anything, it's getting more and more common. Um, and you start to get into different mindsets for planning for ages. Uh, I know in my household, um, I'm a few years older than my fiance and, uh, I don't see the day where I stop working and she goes, well, I'm just going to keep on doing this for about, you know, seven or eight more years while you're sitting at home on the couch. Um, <laughs> I, we're just going to be honest. It's probably not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about, you know, both parents working, but you know, I, in my lifetime, we evolved that when I was a kid, we grew up with, with a stay at home mom. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when I became an adult, it was both, you know, spouses uh, working and, and now with COVID, you know, we're probably going to morph into a society with two stay at home parents, but they're both working, right? <laughs> you might be, yeah, yeah, that actually might be the case. How is that, how is that going to affect our homes? You know, is it going to be more common that even more common to have an office in your home? Are people going to have two offices in their yeah. home? Yeah. Uh, how, how are we going to drive? Where are we going to live if we can live? 30 minutes further out from the city because we'd only have to go into the office once a week or we don't have to go in at all. Yeah. What will that do to home prices as we get further out away from the, the airs? There are so many factors yeah. and so many things. And again, I draw back to the same point, but what does it mean for you? Mm-hmm. You know, what it means for me, what it means for you. 
I know personally, I know people who wouldn't want to live it for an hour further away. And I know other people who would say, uh, I don't like it taking more than 45 seconds for me to get to my local Publix. I don't want that drive to be any longer. <laughs> I hate that. You know? uh, that's good. How about out of the office? What are you doing for fun? Oh, man. Uh, loved kind of that point in life where I wish there was a little more time of that. But uh, we love this area. Um, obviously, I'm a live in Southwest Florida. I'm a golfer. You got to get out and hit the links every now and then. Um, but we, we as a family love to go to the local breweries. Um, we're a big fan of, mm. if I can give a pl uh, specific uh, plug, we yeah. love Southern Fresh Farms and Crazy Dingo Brewery. Um, we were there this weekend. We were there last weekend. <laughs> for <gonna be> honest. <laughs> um, and where are they? Place for the kids and, and us together. Um, and where, where, the where are they trips. located? They're off of Daniel's, uh, Daniel's in the, the Penzance area. Um, okay. Southern Fresh Farms is the name of the place, and they have a, a brewery in, that's a partner inside called Crazy Dingo Brewery. Um, so if you're ever looking for a place, we start. We joked. Uh, we started our day off with, "Hey, go go to the playground. We're gonna grab a beer. Uh, what can go wrong from there, right?" <laughs> oh man, why weren't those places around when we had young kids? Uh, millennials do something right. Oh man, I love it. That's great. How about when it comes to a hardship, life challenge? Uh, what comes to mind, Jesse? A period of time that you were able to get through, and you, I know you you shared one time there when you obviously lost your your home and your job, but you know, you can, uh, I guess, look back now and say it made me stronger. It helped me get to where I am. I mean, that's obviously one. I, I can't yeah. knock that. If, if someone asks me, it's the first that comes to my mind. Um, there are others. Uh, I'm, I'm divorced. I was a single dad for a while. Um, and, and again, I wouldn't call it a hardship. I wouldn't call any of these things a hardship. I don't, I don't, I choose not to look at things that way. Right. I really life presented me circumstances with more obstacles at certain points and less obstacles at other points. And I, all, all you can do is keep running forward when you, when you, whether you get obstacles or not yeah. and take advantage of the times that are a little bit easier and just kind of realize that sometimes I'm going to be pumping my feet and not going very far, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but it all averages out. But you got to keep pumping, and the pumping yeah. actually makes you stronger, right? It's like absolutely, weight, absolutely. Right? But yeah, I mean, those those are a couple of things I definitely hark back to. You know, I moved down to Florida to open up a restaurant. That was we. I opened, I bought into it, opened up a restaurant. Really? And we, I moved down here in November of '06. Uh, we opened up in April of 2007. Wow. So if you're curious how that timing went, our first the uh, nine ten months was gangbusters, and then all of a sudden. The world fell, fell off my yeah. ass. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's that's all it is, just timing. It's things that we can't control. We didn't know in 2006 that what 2008 was going to look like when we were making life decisions. And yeah. that's fine. You know, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I've had my moments where I yelled at the ethers and <laughs> yeah. had, had, my, had my frustrations, of course. But yeah. you got, they got to be fleeting and they got to let them go. Yeah. And you, uh, you came down from New Jersey, right? Weren't you? Right I came here? down from New Jersey originally, um, by way of North Virginia for a few years as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fairfax County, and the government sector, as it as it were, everyone, everyone there is based around the government sector, and I got great friends and great times in both places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, 
one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and your company, what would that be? That we will spend the time to get to know you. I mean, I, I feel a little bit like I'm uh, being a dead horse here, but I will take as long as it needs to get to know you and create a plan that is personalized to you um, and then explain it and make sure that if you that you feel comfortable with how you move forward, you know why we're doing the things that we're doing. I, I Far too often um, I have met with potential clients who many, some are and some aren't clients now, but they've done certain steps of their planning prior. And I ask the question, why is this particular thing in place? And they just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that, that that's disheartening at times. Um, right. doesn't mean sometimes it's the right thing and that's fine. Then we just go through and explain why. But when I see something that doesn't fit to them and I say, well, why? Well, maybe it was a different set of circumstances back then. Life changes, right? Yeah. And we can't get to an answer and that kind of, that kind of, not, a, I feel for the, I feel for the client. I feel that they, uh, yeah. someone didn't take the time. So I have really, really, Feel that that's the most important thing is that I will take the time to both learn about them so that it is right and then mm -hmm. explain to them so they understand as well and do it in a very layman's terms. Um, yeah. I don't like using jargon. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's great. I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. Jesse, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, best way they can get to do so is they can call me anytime. Um, 239-218-9344 is my direct. Um, they can reach out to me um, through jesse jesse.nadel at prudential.com um, is my email, either one. And uh, I'm happy to speak to them. Uh, if someone leaves me a message or um, gives me a call, I, I get back to them sometime in that business day. And if they want to meet you at a brewery or on the golf course, you okay with that? Um, yep. We actually, we just started meeting people back in our office. Um, so we can do that. I can meet them at their home. Uh, I can meet and I can meet them at a, you know, yeah, local brewery, whatever, whatever works best for them. To have a, conversation. <laughs> a little tough on a golf course, but I'm happy to go golfing with someone anytime. <laughs> Can't write anything down. Plus, uh, I'm not going to lie. I get a little competitive and it's probably not the best. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. But no, I'm, I'm half kidding. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Jesse, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you spending time and uh, sharing with our listeners. And we wish you the absolute best going forward there. Thank you, Charles. Really appreciate it. I'm glad I got a chance to speak. And then uh, I think what you're doing here for the local neighborhood is fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.